Calling JB, can you read me? Loud and clear, gaffer. I can pick you up nicely. How's it going? Fine, Max, how are you? Pretty good, Si. Nice sunny day here in Fowles today. Good stuff. Quick question, JB, where do you shopping? Oh, where did it? that's a good one. Um, <laughs> usually I go to Asda and Aldi. Okay. They're my two locals. Never little. Where do you do your Is shopping? Is it little or little? I can't decide. Mm. Best case involved the name little. I say little. Is it little or little? I would say little. You've got German standard, right, don't you, from Blairgarry High? I do, yep. Yep. Is it little or little is the question? I would reckon if I was doing it... Oh, was... dear. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Blackadder's Employment Team Podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners, and it aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. This is our The Law Behind the Headlines season. We take a look at the stories making headlines and ask, is this case for real? How did the employer get away with that? And what is the law behind the headlines? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and this episode, as always in season six, has been brought to you by thepodcasthost.com, the ultimate how-to podcast resource on the web that can help you with anything podcast-related from planning, launching your show, equipment and editing, growing an audience and even monetizing your show. Check out their free step-by-step guide on how to start your very own podcast, which is available at thepodcasthost.com slash start. Great stuff, Jack. So today we're talking about harassment and unfair dismissal. We know it featured harassment in episode six, didn't we? We did. The last episode was all about harassment cases. Yes. So episode seven today... We're on the case of Mr. Horgarth against Lidl, Lidl, GB Limited. Lidl. Lidl. My mum would say Lidl. Would she? Lidl. I think so. Okay. So Mr. Horgarth, should we call him Mr. H? Mr. H, yeah. Have you seen Line of Duty yet? Do you know who H is? No, I've been been a slow burner, Simon. I've started watching Shit's Creek instead. Okay. I thought you just went there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Mr. H, Horgarth was a Hungarian national I was employed by Lidl as a caretaker in a Telford Hadley store. Oh, he works in the right place if he ever gets hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's worse than your crisp joke yesterday. John, your crisp joke? Not enough time. Not enough time. Okay, okay. So Mr. H had been employed for six years. In 2016, when the Brexit referendum was held, two of Mr. H's colleagues allegedly told him to pack his suitcase and leave. Brutal. Not particularly nice. Brutal. Um, fast forward a year, um, again, an argument between Mr. H and another employee, and he claimed that he was told to go back to where you come from. Other allegations include a manager saying to Mr. H, chop, chop, Romanian man, lots of things to do. Not the best. He's not Romanian, he's Hungarian, so that's quite offensive mm-hmm. if it's true. Mm-hmm. He also had things like expressions such as effing foreigners. And again, the worst, well, one of the ones that was made the most of at the tribunal and, and, and really quite bad was he was he was in another little Lidl store Lidl. speaking to a security guard who he knew. Um, this was a black security guard. And allegedly, another Lidl employee said to the security guard, what the F are you looking at? And then they used the N word. That's pretty um, bad, isn't it? So yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay. In April 2019, a new start at Lidl alleged that Mr. H either kicked his leg or hit him with a trolley, twice. When reporting this to the manager, the new start also reported, Oatmere to commas, 
I am gay. I'm aware that Mr. H was showing hate symbol tattoos to another new starter, which made me feel uncomfortable. Mr. Taylor, the manager, investigated this by speaking to the other new start, who was called MB. The judgment didn't give names. Okay, so, so MB. MB, oh, let's go with Mike Brown, said that he was <laughs> approached by Mr. H, who noticed MB's tattoos and who pre- proceeded to show MB his own tattoos. The allegation was that they were showing each other their own respective tattoos, at which point Mr. H pulled out his guns, exposed his shoulder <laughs> and pointed proudly towards a swastika tattoo. He also allegedly laughed and said that this was his country's national symbol, which of course it is not. No. Is that normal behaviour? To show your tattoos to your colleagues? Oh, here you go, sir. Well, I've seen all, I've seen all, like, <laughs> you always show me your ink um, when you get new ink done, but is that normal behaviour, I think, to show tattoos to other ink brothers? Maybe it is. I'm not sure. I mean, I know you are probably abnormal. I would accept. <laughs> I, would I accept saw your piercing. That. Yeah. But that's another story. Um, In any case, um, Mr. H was suspended pending an investigation. Mr. H denied kicking or hitting this person with a trolley and said he was comparing tattoos with MB and that his swastika was a Buddhist peace symbol. Ah, good one. I believe that um, the origins of the swastika was indeed a Buddhist peace symbol. Right. But the Nazis put their own spin on it. Okay. And of course, that was examined in the tribunal. Mm-hmm. So at the disciplinary hearing, Mr. H was angry and aggressive, standing over the person and shouting. Um, disciplinary person said he felt intimidated. And then after the disciplinary hearing, Mr. H was dismissed for gross misconduct. In response to which, he raised an employment tribunal claim, went to a hearing in Birmingham, and that's what we're talking about today. Okay, so what should the headline be for this set of circumstances, Jack, do you think? I'm going to go with, show me yours and I'll show you mine. (laughs) Employee who exposes Nazi tattoo, unfairly dismissed. Okay, how's about a little more investigation, a little more compensation? Nice, I like it. Elvis. A little, a little, a little little. less, needs to be a little less investigation, a little less compensation, in any case. What was the headline in this case, Jack? The actual headline, Little Caretaker, who was sacked after showing off his Nazi swastika tattoo at work, wins. Unfair dismissal claim and judge rules he should have been given a stern warning instead. That's a, a long, long, long <laughs> hill, isn't it? That's a bit of a mouthful. I tripped up twice there. Yeah, I prefer yours and mine to that long, long headline. In any case, so as discussed in the hearing, so we've got these two things we want to talk about. Harassment, which as you know from episode six, is unwanted conduct related to race which has the purpose or effect of creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating or offensive environment for the worker. And then fairness of the dismissal, Mm -hmm. the old virtual test. Mm -hmm. Episode one, two, five... Mm, yep. yeah. Hopefully we'll be um, the listeners will be familiar with the test <laughs> by now but just to recap it's a genuine belief of misconduct based on reasonable grounds and thirdly the employers carried out as much investigation as was reasonable in the circumstances Okay, so harassment the harassment claim failed largely because Mr H didn't present any evidence about them at the hearing. Um, also, many of the claims are actually time-barred in this case. So that was fortunate for Little, unfortunate for Mr. H. 
Yep, so the harassment claims all failed. But all was not lost because he still had the unfair dismissal aspect of his case. Yes, 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 yes. So genuine belief? Genuine belief was given a check. That was satisfied. Okay. So Liddell did manage to clear that hurdle. Based on reasonable grounds? Cleared that one as well. So Liddell's policy says employees should avoid wearing anything that could reasonably be construed as inappropriate, provocative or offensive. That's talking about what they need to wear. Mm. Goes on to say tattoos are permitted. However, tattoos that are visible must be non-offensive and limited on the face or the throat. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So tattoos are permitted in Liddell's policy, but they can't be offensive and limited on the face or throat. Fair enough. Yeah, I think. What's a black eyes policy on tattoos, Jack? Well, funny you say that, Simon. I was contemplating getting a crown tattooed on my neck just beneath my ear. Um, But I read the policy and thought better of it. Well done, Jack. Well done. Okay, so Mr. H argued that his tattoo was a Buddhist peace symbol. I mean, do you feel sorry for Mr. H, I think? Jay got a tattoo and thought this is a Buddhist peace symbol. Actually, it turned out to be a, a swastika. You'll never, we'll never be able to get to the bottom of it. However, he alleged that the background to his tattoo was flowers, whereas on closer inspection, it looked more like barbed wire. Yeah. Which barbed wire to me doesn't go with hand in hand with peace. Um, <laughs> no. We'll never know. But the the crucial question was the tribunal had to examine: Would a reasonable person be offended by that? Could it reasonably be offensive? And clearly. Any sensible person could find a Nazi tattoo offensive for obvious reasons. And for that reason, the second test was satisfied. So genuine belief, check. Based on the grounds, checked. Then the third test is as much investigation as was readable in the circumstances. Now, in the Employment Tribunal, they made mention of the size and administrative resources of a large supermarket chain. So in that case, they were saying potentially it's a higher burden on little than it would be perhaps on a smaller supermarket, I think, is yep. what the judge, the judge made. Yep. And in relation to the investigation, there were criticisms that the evidence of the two staff who complained, MB and SH, that evidence was taken at face value without any real challenge. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't subject to any rigorous yes. questioning to test whether they were being truthful or not. Okay, so that goes against it being a reasonable investigation, I think, doesn't it, Jack? I think it does, it's, and it's quite often, I mean, it's, it's quite often how employers will perhaps do things. Totally. Somebody will complain, Totally. that's accepted as being valid, uh, why would somebody make up that stuff? So let's go and ask the employee who's allegedly done it, and yep. they'll get a right nasty grilling <laughs> set of cross-examination type questions. Yep, 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 yep. The judge was also concerned about the manager's perceptions of Mr H and they were largely influenced by his aggressive behaviour at the disciplinary hearing. Um, That was deemed to be unfair as Mr H was off work at the time and he was allegedly stressed. Okay. Also, the tribunal found that it was simply not reasonable to dismiss the claimant for the trolley hitting incident as there was no evidence of it other than the word of SH who had since left the employment of little. Yes. A warning would have been more reasonable, says the judge. Yes, yes. Sounds mm. a wee bit like substitution to it me. It does, doesn't it? Is that appealable, do you think? On one view. Uh, maybe we could uh, send a wee opinion to the legal, <laughs> legal department. <laughs> little, little. First question, how much you name the company? Little, little, little. Second question, do you want an appeal? Okay, on the tattoo issue, the tribunal found that there were too many unanswered questions 
particularly the fact that MB had waited over a month to complain and raised a concern as to whether he was genuinely offended. Yep. And again, the tribunal found that the investigation was lacking because MB had also since left employment of Lidl. And a stern warning in regards to both issues would have been the most serious sanction that they could reasonably have got away with. Good. So the tribunal found the dismissal was unfair. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. However, the... Sting in the tail. The sting in the tail of the fork in the road is what, Jack Boyle? The fork in the road was a contribution, contributory conduct, a reduction in compensation by 10% because Mr. H had contributed to his dismissal. (laughs) H. H. Can't get away from H. He contributed. He was aggressive in the disciplinary hearing and that, according to the judge, contributed to his dismissal. That was blameworthy behaviour. Good. Okay, so um, that was found to be an unfair dismissal, but compensation was reduced by 10% on the basis that Mr H was culpable or blameworthy. That reminds me a bit of that um, song which used to play all the time, Jack. Remember the guy who gets a tattoo? I'll sing it to you. Now he's getting a tattoo done, he's getting it done. He asked for a 13, but they drew a 31. Friends say he's trying too hard and he's not quite hip, but in his own mind, he's the the dopest trip. Give it to me, baby. You know it, Jack, don't you? You know it, don't you? Give it to me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's the offspring. Well done, Jack. Pretty fly for a white guy. Good. Okay, <laughs> tone it down, tone wind it down. down, wind down. Okay, so back to the takeaway tips. Back to our three takeaway tips. So tip number one, Jack, what's tip one? I would say always be even-handed in an investigation. It goes back to the episode two, King of the Jungle case, very similar to what was decided in that case. Mm-hmm. Don't just believe the accuser at face value. Subject them to the same amount of challenging questions that you're going to give to the naughty employee. Good. Okay, and think tip Two, if an employee raises a particular point, investigate, investigate, investigate. Um, as you said in the last podcast, investigate all things you want to before you dismiss. Exactly. Yes. It's all about not leaving any stones unturned. Even if it's a ridiculous question, totally. if you can investigate it, it's almost like a tick box exercise. You want to put as many checks in the box as you can. Yeah. Um, and tip number three, if you can't investigate something, for example, because the employee has left your organisation, then potentially err on the side of caution if that person can't be tracked down. Good. Right. That concludes episode one, episode one, episode seven. Seven. Zeben. Of, a good one, Jack, of season six. If you like this podcast, then please do encourage your colleagues to subscribe. Simon, you've recently managed to get your good mother to start <laughs> listening to these podcasts, it's I believe. True. It's true, it's true, it's true. She's listening. Every week, without fail. So this one goes out to Elizabeth. <laughs> Good stuff. Right, that goods that. Let's go away and play some awesome, shall we, Jack? Sounds good. I'm in the mood. Good stuff. Cheers and cheerio. Bye. Bye.